0: Welcome to the Rambling Ranger podcast, episode three. Uh, my name is Luke Taylor, and I am joined here today by... A long time no see. Hello. <laughs> we've, uh, we've just been talking pre-show. Um, ins- uh, T- Joni, Tony insisted that this episode was going to be a gin time, as you'll have saw by the title. So um, I, I wasn't opposed to that by any means. So we're going to be drinking gin throughout. And um, yeah, I've obviously known... Tony, for quite a while now, I think the last time we saw each other was just before Christmas. It's been quite a while, um, as is everything uh, just now, a lot's happened during lockdown. But uh, how about you start off with introducing yourself, Tony?
1: Right, um, well obviously my name is Tony Lament. Um, I started in the industry when I was 16, 17 by volunteering as a Junior Ranger with Malco Ranger Service and then I got a modern apprenticeship with them, the North Asian Ranger Service, they're amazing, amazing team, amazing people. And from there I just applied for college to study countryside Management at SRUC and I'm just currently on my second year, I just finished it
0: so we're gonna get into all that that um, good stuff as such. Um, yourself, are so really, another interesting. Well, the first young person on the the show so far. Um, no disregard to the <laughs> our previous <laughs> guests, but um, oh, they were amazing.
1: they really good. Yes,
0: it's um, it's been really good uh, talk catching up with people. The idea of this podcast to begin with was to to get along people that I'm for now familiar with and um, yeah, just almost reminiscing and obviously. Our careers and new ideas and thoughts and uh, inspiring things for more people, young people like us, I suppose. Um, yeah, so, I think it's a
1: great idea. So,
0: yeah, no, thank you. It's been good to get feedback from uh, everyone listening as well. So, um, it's something I'm looking forward to to improving and working on. It's still very much in the works show. Um, we've obviously, as I said, we've known each other for just over a year now. I think 2000 end of 2018. So it'll be a bit longer than that. Do you think um, so?
1: Wait, no, I think it was 2017 because did we not wait, did we not meet at the Ranger Rendezvous?
0: Ranger Rendezvous, was that to, was that 2017? No, 2018,
1: Tony. Oh right, okay. 2018.
0: I <laughs> think <laughs> we all are. Uh, no, 2018 uh Scra uh, the Scottish Countryside Rangers Association uh, rendezvous at, um down in the borders. Um and it was the first time for me, uh being exposed to other ranger services across the country um, I was at the time in my second year of my apprenticeship and going along in this big event I was representing West Hildane Council uh, I was the only one there on a, from our team but um, when obviously I met you it was really interesting because I had came from local authority I was and had been the first and only uh, apprentice ranger so when I came across yourself, you were obviously at that time going through an apprenticeship as well.
1: Yeah, it was it was amazing to meet up with someone in the same situation as me. And obviously we've we've just continued in the same path and got to know each other and worked with each other and, and it's good to see that like just from that meeting at the Ranger Rendezvous, like we've grown at, in our careers and with our experiences and things.
0: I mean, both of us um have what well, even over the last Oh, pardon me. Um, that's the gin already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, both of us have came quite a, quite far, actually, from you obviously finishing your apprenticeship and uh, myself finishing the apprenticeship last year. Um, but I suppose I started my apprenticeship, um, which will probably come up later on. But um, how did you actually start your apprenticeship?
1: Yeah, well, I started up, um through junior rangers so like, i was going to my local ranger service to eglinton country park once a month every sunday and um, i was one of the oldest because i was 17 nearly turning 18 <laughs> and um, i was just dead enthusiastic about being outdoors and having this taste of practical work and conservation that i've never experienced before uh, my family are not outdoorsy people and um, it was just breath of fresh air, just being outside and getting to be with other like-minded people. So, um, once I started like, volunteering with them, um, luckily uh, the Modern Apprenticeship Scheme with North Fisher Council was running, and they were looking for uh, two Modern Apprentices Rangers. Um, so I snapped up that chance and managed to secure a place and work with the Ranger team for a full year.
0: I think, yeah, obviously you started out through, which we'll get onto later, the Junior Ranger program which yeah. I'll admit, only until last year, I'd never heard of it. Um, and you started the apprenticeship, obviously, because you were kind of in the know already. Uh, you, were, you were part of the Junior Rangers, and then you found out about the apprenticeship, obviously, with, that, um, with yeah. the service at Eglinton, which I think it uh, was very similar for myself, where I'd done a bit of work experience and then volunteered for only a handful of weeks, went to college find out about the apprenticeship with with the local authority Uh, what was the what was the work like or starting the apprenticeship like for you then being obviously may I say the first job that you'd you'd done
1: yeah it was it was well I I have worked as um I worked in a fish and chip shop for four years before that and so I know hard working things but it's different going into a career that you're hoping to like just find out more about and into a workforce that is like office based as well obviously it's not all office space for rangers but um going into that situation as quite young i was only 17 18 at that age i know i'm turning 21 in june still, <laughs> so i was a baby back then and uh, it was very daunting because obviously you're going into the workforce you should have like maturity levels and you should know how to like um like work and feel like accomplished when you're doing your work, and I wanted to make sure that I was making them proud and that I was doing a good job, which is hard to like um to to realise when you're such like a beginner.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's the age and it's the the experience factor um, at the start of any apprenticeship, I think.
1: Yeah, but as I like I got into it and the months went by, obviously I got more confident, I got settled, I uh, started like building relationships with my colleagues and now I uh, have them for the rest of my life. Like they're the best <laughs> people ever. And they've supported me so like like unbelievably. So I could do practical tasks and lead school groups and do anything that like um the work involves and do it with an understanding. And with like the guidance
0: that they gave, yes, yeah, you mentioned there uh, some of the stuff that you do, uh, you did, and obviously what what Rangers are involved with. What was your experience of that like? Uh, well, as as an apprentice, like what what was your day to day work like uh, for that year?
1: Yeah, well, when I was doing my my modern apprenticeship, you obviously get the. Rural, uh, Rural Skills SVQ uh, like qualification as well so obviously you have to complete lots of um, written work and write down everything that you do and why you're doing it and you have to tick off boxes and um, we did that but through distance learning yeah well work-based learning or whatever and um, so that was quite um, a big thing for me to do so I was doing it every day just ticking off one bit at a time whilst going out and doing the practical tasks such as like um bashing or whatever it may be that day or um looking after a school group and making sure like they're connected to the learning and things so uh, it was quite full on for me because it was quite a lot a lot of it was self-led and that was quite like scary but um throughout school I studied hard and things, and um, having like the baseline qualifications from school that helped a lot, like higher English and National Five Maths and things. But just basic qualifications, so like I knew how to complete it and just chipped away at it because it was quite a quite a big load of work.
0: Yeah, I I can certainly relate to the SVQ. Um, I was actually thinking, I wish I wish I'd met you a bit sooner because you started your apprenticeship in two thousand and. 18. That was that was the year with, um, with the Ranger Rendezvous. And um, I started my apprenticeship in 2017. Um, so the SVQ uh, modules, the Distant Learning lasts, I think it's normally about a year. So I had just came to the kind of the tail end of that, that kind of block stuff. I think as you said, it's kind of that independence, you're given a lot yeah. of it, and uh, you just kind of you crack on with it. With mm-hmm. very I suppose little input and potentially the occasional visit from uh, your college so for us it was uh, both SRUC um, so mm-hmm. it was it was interesting at the ranger, ranger rendezvous actually because um, you did a apprentice, uh, apprentice rangers
1: I did so nerve-wracking <laughs> <as> hell <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah wise.
0: yeah um, it was no it was a really good presentation and I think it opened up a lot of eyes for the first time um, having me- met both of us actually apprentice rangers that's been kind of uh as as i've now learned there has been cases in the past um scott mason one of the lantra industry champions he did an apprenticeship um 2012 i think many Mm -hmm. years ago and he's you don't hear
1: much about us like we're very hidden and that's (laughs) why it was it was so um i enjoyed it so much to meet up with you at the ranger rendezvous It's like oh my gosh there's more than just one Uh, there's an actual thing like a system here where there's rangers coming up and like aspiring and doing their own thing and there's someone to relate to and work with which is really cool
0: it's it's the relate and it's the work with part i think i well say before, you actually had another ranger apprentice with you so you were in a and even i suppose unique uh, another unique case where it was actually two apprentice rangers so you had a, a cool something uh, no, someone so. some to work with, which um, I feel like I would have had a completely different experience if I have a, I if I had that other person, which I didn't. Uh, I was I was, um, I was it was just myself, um, and it was the first experience that my team for my southern council had had as, um, as mentors and uh, running an apprenticeship program, which was,
1: yeah, it was it's a big we hurdle were, to overcome for yeah, sure. Yeah, we
0: were <laughs> we were all learning, as you said, as as we went, um but given that then you're so you've obviously finished your apprenticeship now and then um, well what you've been studying with SOUC, you've done your HNC, you've done yeah. your A, where how do you think your apprenticeship will help you in the future alongside those those college qualifications?
1: Well I think even just now I can see the benefits of what the modern apprenticeship did for me like it gave me the confidence it gave me the drive it gave me I don't mean to sound cheesy but it really has it's gave me like um, the courage to keep on learning about like the industry and uh, study further because I know what is at the end of the studying like I know the career in the sector I'm getting into well with a taste of it anyway and uh, like that's really like embedded into me like the the drive and the the actual one-to-one experience with different rangers and things um like showed me what life could be like after studying and things and (laughs) yeah it's just really cool but also like through my modern apprenticeship i've managed to like like watch it i'm going to brag here but i don't mean to
0: (laughs) we're we're allowed to brag that's fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) i hate doing it but it gave me like awards which showed me that maybe the work i'm doing is important like the modern apprenticeship award the glasgow trees house award for engagement uh, community engagement um which was really cool because we went up to glasgow with my team and we all (laughs) celebrated and um also uh, the Todd trophy for environmental conservation as well which you were the winner of which is really cool for (laughs) lantra
0: yeah Uh, with lantra a lot of um well, yeah, it was my first uh, biggie um, with Lantra, I, I imagine similar with yourself, and it's uh, um, it was all thanks to the apprenticeship at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's one of those things where we've, we class ourselves as quite unique, which I think is fair to say, um, with the few cases in the past with apprenticeships in Scotland uh, for rangers, mm-hmm. and potentially for the future at this rate, and it's Having our examples, I think, is quite a, a strong um, advocate or strong thing to have and show people out there and organisations or even just the rangers that you come across that there's there's mm-hmm. benefit. I feel to to apprenticeships, uh, more apprenticeships in the future. Um, How did
1: you feel winning the award?
0: Oh, the, the well, the, the so me and Tony. Um, both stumbled into each other by chance again uh, we after <laughs> meeting at the ranger rendezvous at the time i wasn't on social media um it was, that's only became a, a recent uh, thing for myself um so actually keeping in contact with people i never really did i just happened to bump into them again or meet them at similar things so given the the Lanter thing was um i think there was a few months it was march time in two thousand and um, nineteen and uh, we were both uh, nominated uh, yourself by SOUC uh, and myself by the West Oldean Council uh, for, the, for an award with the Lancashire Champions Initiative which um, honours people within land-based industry, be that in environmental conservation which was ours, uh, equine, agriculture, uh, horticulture, um, gamekeeping, um, all, all the others. Um, what it did is it, it brings a lot of young people that you'd, you'd never meet or would be out there doing their job that you'd have no mm-hmm. idea about and um the award was kind of a was, you got nominated for it you had an interview so you had to work for it you showed your portfolio your, almost like a job interview actually uh, I I remember referring to it as the, the dragon's den with like five <laughs> around the table um, and yeah the, the end result it was I mean we both find out we were up against each other and it was kind of like
1: yeah just us two just <laughs> us
0: two um how's this gonna end like are we gonna follow it with each other afterwards <laughs> One of us is no go- we've never
1: written each
0: other on no we were and uh, the good thing was is there's uh there's no there's no losers for atlantra um, mm-hmm. There there's a there's a winner a runner-up and then yourself won a completely different award that i didn't even yeah. know about um, did I, yeah. What what did it honor
1: it was the Tam Todd Trophy. It was recognising the work that Tam Todd, the man himself, he accomplished, and uh, some of it is tied to gamekeeping or whatever shooting and things. But um, it was funded by um. On the spot. Bad. No, I know you <laughs> me in spot, but it's funded by some wonderful organisation, and uh, they decided to give it to me, which was really su- surprising to say the least. I wasn't expecting it at all.
0: No, I mean you certainly deserved it. I mean, what you ac- what you accomplished was, I would say, the equivalent of um, what I accomplished in three years that you did in one year.
1: Um,
0: oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I felt like they had to they had to give us both some credit, uh, regardless. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really um, it was a really nice evening uh, night, it was. It was wind and dined. and then I mm-hmm. actually went back this year. To see the this year's winners, so we're we're no longer the the newbies within the Lantra, um the, the Lantra scheme. Um, there there's the new award winners, which was really nice to see as well. And then just yeah, other young people being credited for the the work that they've done. Um, given that, then the apprenticeships we've, we mentioned how kind of our experiences have been with them, and for me, I think they're vital. I think they're going to be a lifeline almost to ranger services within Scotland that we need. Um, how do you think that could be made possible within Scotland uh, and do you think we need more apprenticeships to begin with?
1: Um, yeah I do think that we need more modern apprenticeships within ranger and I feel like you're right it is a lifeline. Um, it starts like so many opportunities for young people across Scotland that are vital and are in a way that they can feel comfortable doing. They're not like scared of like modern apprenticeships are the future and you can see that in like all the industries in Scotland and all the schemes that are available. Um, So yeah I do think like we should like every council or every ranger service should have one but obviously it is just due to lack of funding and cutting and things especially in this climate and things it's just really difficult to to accommodate isn't it
0: it's it's really difficult um it's it's one of the things i've thought long and hard about and i've recently been finding my way to express um my thoughts has been in writing uh, which i'm a terrible writer but it's been a good way to to put my thoughts out there so um i've been doing that and um one of the hardships is it's it's unfortunately it's money And we've got all these other industries, rightfully so, as well, be that healthcare, education, that are being torn apart at the minute. And you kind of feel like you're being selfish at one point, where you're thinking, "Why isn't our industry getting money? Why isn't?" But my, I think my one solution at this point is that we need to start looking at the wider picture um, Mm -hmm. and coming together with other industries. uh, I'm having been exposed to the initiative. Uh, even the Rural Youth Project I think there's yeah. going to be there's going to be power with um, young people uh, across all for us land-based industries but that doesn't necessarily need to be the the, the cut-off um, apprenticeships in general are really powerful things and um, if it's if it's not us driving it forward I, I don't know who else is going to do it um, yeah. uh, young people um, so there's there's loads of good opportunities out there and um, I think op- uh, organisations such as Skills Development Scotland, uh, Lantra, and uh, with the the River Youth Project, that it's those sort of things that are making changes, and it just needs to be to be shown at potentially at government level is um, is where everything, all the big changes are made. That um, definitely, which for us young people can seem quite daunting. Um, for certainly entering an apprenticeship, uh, you become for me it was a, a Whole new person, and it opened up so many other different opportunities. As, as really important, really important. So you obviously, and it's something I, I mentioned I had never, I admit, heard of, um, the Junior Ranger Award, which is a Scottish Council Rangers Association um, award given to uh, young people over the course of a year. Um, which you'll be able to give more details on because you've you've done it. How did to begin with? What is the Junior Ranger Award then? With Scra?
1: Well, the Junior Ranger Award gives young people a chance to experience safe outdoor learning through practical tasks and through different uh, ways of media, like uh, doing biological surveys and transects and uh, whatever they feel would connect them to their surroundings and nature itself. So, like it's it's set up for. Uh, young children and teens aged from 11 to 18 um, and there's um, junior ranger programmes sitting all over Scotland. The one obviously I'm tied to is the North Asia Ranger Service junior ranger programme and uh, they meet up one Sunday a month for three hours um, and we just get our hands dirty and we work alongside these young people and change our environments and Um, open our minds up and they give us some information about like how they feel about it and we give them some of our knowledge which is just an amazing way to connect to young people in a way that's not pretentious or um, daunting for them where they feel comfortable. It's really cool.
0: Especially for our industry, our industry not being that well known, I think it's a good exposure for young people to learn about what a ranger is to begin with um yeah. we've we've as you've said range uh, junior ranger programs now across Scotland where there's i think eleven potentially more for the future and um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a uh, it's a good opportunity for young people to get involved with with their local ranger services nonetheless.
1: And for the young person themselves they get so much out of it they get to work towards an award where they complete uh, a range of competencies like uh, get to know your site um, explore your site and learn the Scottish outdoor access code and complete a survey just these um, competencies give them a, ro- a well-rounded experience of what our being a ranger is like and gives them that insight of like their job and how they like how they work and what how they learn new things and what that information means to them and um, it also builds their confidence and um, makes them a stronger person like I've been with the Madden Ranger program for so many years now and um, there's there's teens there that I've I've seen their character grow and mature and open up and feel more confident and more relaxed and Um, more happy and healthier and things and it's just amazing to see so there definitely is more than 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 one just positive to it like it it changes young people's lives which is really cool
0: yeah changes young people uh, changes young people's lives uh, which I mean says it all really Um, do you think that was a large part to actually how you got the apprenticeship in the first place coming through the junior ranger award
1: yeah it definitely gave me the drive to apply, like without that experience I, I might not know about the, the actual opening up of the the place for Modern Apprenticeship, like they gave me an insight of what the job might have been like and that informed me.
0: So now that we're obviously um, working with SCRA, the Scottish Conservation Rangers Association, part of our work is now being uh, Junior Ranger Ambassadors, which was was uh, an opportunity we were given last year. Um, again, I'll admit I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I hadn't even heard about these Junior Ranger awards. Never mind becoming an ambassador. Um, what are some of your ideas then for our roles as Junior Ranger Ambassadors, and how do you think that will help more Junior Rangers into uh, opportunities such as apprenticeships and further possibilities within Rangering?
1: Yeah, I think it's a title I hold very proudly because obviously, you know, the Junior Ranger Program is something I hold close to my heart because it's what's like started my, my journey. But um, yeah, I think it has a huge possibility to to spread the word, to raise awareness and um, through social media, because you're quite good at social media. You can use your social media and uh, the articles that you write to raise the awareness and um, going out to schools and things to raise awareness about Junior Rangers. Um, I think there's so many possibilities that we could take this in that it's all just down to the personal preference of the Junior Ranger Ambassador, so I think um, we could do it in whatever way we feel comfortable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's going to be, it'll be interesting to see where we've now got a working group together, so uh, I look forward to seeing how that uh, develops um, and with ourselves in it hopefully bring in more junior rangers so are at an age where they're going to be finishing their award so 18 uh, well between 16 and 18 really and um how to help them jobs be that i think the easiest and the only way they'll be able to do that is through through apprenticeships so yeah. um yeah huge opportunities and possibilities there
1: i think we really need to raise awareness because obviously a lot of organizations might have the capability to do one but maybe not the the resources available to help, like s- make them feel secure in doing so. So by, like getting the word out, making noise about it, more people more would feel more, um, comfortable and saying, "Look, I think we're ready for a genuine program to be <laughs> set up." And that would be music to our ears.
0: <laughs> no, it certainly would be. Um, yeah, no, I think you've 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 said it's uh, spot on. Um. So we've obviously mentioned the Junior Ranger Awards, uh, we've, we've already mentioned the Lantra Scotland initiative, uh, what other projects are you part of? <laughs> uh, it's, got, it's
1: getting to the point where it's hard to remember them all, but um, <laughs> I'm a part of the Lantra um, Industry Champions initiative and a Junior Ranger ambassador and I was a reroute member with um, Young Scot and SNH which was a co-design partnership to give young people in Scotland a voice so that programme ran its course and was amazing because we got to look at SNH as an organisation or should I say NatureScot and um, help work them work with them to change the organisation to be more um, young people friendly both inside and outside and how they use their social media channels how they work with your young people on inside of their organisation and so on so that was a really good programme which was yeah, successful. Yeah. Uh,
0: no the Veroot programme for me has been really interesting because again I'd never heard of it, um, I've had limited opportunity to work with SNH which I'd like to do more of in the future but um, having found out about the Veroot project three of those um, good youth panels that are making a difference within these these large organisations um, yeah. You obviously mentioned Young Scott there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of um, volunteering opportunities out there to be taken a hold of and it leads to more opportunities for you, like through volunteering with Rio I managed to get invited to the Nature of Scotland Awards and now I'm still working with them, with RSPB and things. Um, as well as new opportunities as well like through social media i've been up i've been trying to raise awareness of (laughs) my profile which is going semi-successfully but um organizations are reaching out to me and there are future um cooperations and collaborations down the line for me which i'm in the process of working on which is really cool
0: obviously one of those um Opportunities as uh, and we again one both came to us. I think I found out about it through uh, yourself, and that was the River Youth Project. Um, our last guest, uh, jane the was the co-director of that project, and we we again spoke about uh, the what it involved. Um, and both our experiences, we we attended the, um, the Ideas Festival last year. um
1: yeah.
0: What What was your thoughts and experience like with that?
1: Well, it somehow fell into my lap thanks to you and um i loved it i thought it was an amazing experience to be with other young people and to talk about rural problems and how our industries could work together to solve them and um it just it was a a weekend just full of good vibes and good people and it pushes you in um encourages you to drive forward like there's some quotes that you take away from it I'm like if not me who if not now when like that's still in my head I'm like yeah let's do this we did Uh,
0: me and Jane mentioned that uh, last podcast I should have said that was that was two I think the the quotes that came through uh, from the ideas festival last year by um, Mm -hmm. uh, an entrepreneur in agriculture from the Netherlands uh, one of the most um, inspirational just outgoing people that I've ever met and um, yeah thanks to the Relief Project we, you, you meet people like that which is just incredible.
1: Um, yeah and we can't forget about the amazing or, like possibility of both of us being seated on the Scra Council which is amazing like giving uh, young rangers a voice on the council which is really cool beside George and Bob and things
0: yeah i mean our again that's so with the junior ranger ambassador thing we we now have a direct say within uh scra and the 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 council and i think for young people the idea of being part of something like that being part of any organizations council sounds very adult-like and a whole i don't know plethora of other things but it's it's been a real eye-opener and again i suppose it's been thanks to um, it's been thanks to the um, and then actually working with these these organisations and partners and just yeah putting both ourselves out there, be that on social media or uh, taking on opportunities that comes, uh, came our way. And then, again, I'm a big believer in those partnerships between. Um, different different projects and things that are going on so um, I'm a big believer that we can we can bring on with SCRA some of the rural youth kind of ethos and um, other young people from other industries um, definitely yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great thing um, I think then final question one a really nice one to end on how do you think more young people can become rangers for the future and how can we help that how, how do you think we can make that um, possible?
1: That's a good question, look. there you um, <laughs> I think what we've, like, what we've talked about so far, like how important the modern apprenticeships are, how important junior ranger programmes are, how important it is to raise awareness of rangers and open up the possibilities to young people, like going into schools is really important to let them know that this is a career and it's something that they can do and uh, yeah just in general do keep doing what we're doing i think it's really good that we're focused on the issues that we focus on is because they're so vital to our industry right
0: uh, again oh. <laughs> pardon me um i get yeah i think i'm gonna keep see it keep coming up over and over again and it's gonna be the promotion of rangers within scotland i think we're at a really crucial time where we are starting to see change um ourselves uh, through the projects that we're part of there's there's going to be a big push for whatever dare say it comes after this lockdown and I think the environmental agenda is going to be at the top of that or somewhere at the top I'd I'd like to think um, and hopefully uh, rangers uh, along with it that'd be a really good thing to see. Is there anything you'd like to ask me to, uh, to end with? It's something I quite like doing with all my guests because it gives um, the people listening a chance to, to, well, you hear me talk enough, but, um, or blather, <laughs> ramble, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, one of the reasons I titled the podcast The Rambling Ranger Podcast is everyone that knows me, I, I do ramble. Um, but yeah, is there any questions you'd like to ask me?
1: Well, how are you finding being a podcast leader and a podcaster now
0: someone was going to ask yeah i'll I'll admit it was um i came up with this podcast probably at two o'clock in the morning a few weeks ago uh, and then i had a fully fledged show by four and it was one of those crazy ideas since um finishing my apprenticeship going seasonal working for six months and then having an opportunity to work with these projects i've my brain's just been (laughs) <laughs> inflating with all these ideas, and um yeah the the podcast was one of them it was inspiring Tell from...
1: everyone tell everyone where you can they can find you in your your social media channels that's a good thing
0: it's it's on it's on here, don't you worry, um, good. plugging the, there's none there's um there's no um there's no little of that, let's say but um <laughs> no, the, yeah, the podcast came together because I wanted to bring everyone that i already know tell their inspirational stories. And a, a good opportunity for me to speak to you all again. Um, I think it's, um, and hopefully uh, this will circulate to people that had never even heard of Rangers. Or, again, linking up those dots within our own industry. So Rangers hearing about Jane's story or, again, uh, young people like yourself that will come down the line with uh, future episodes. Um, I'm now, as I've saying before the show, I'm now, I'm now stuck with this podcast. Uh, <laughs> everyone will be glad to know. Um, and hopefully I'll become more professional in doing so.
1: Um, no, I think what you're doing is amazing, and it's gonna it's gonna add to the <laughs> awareness of rangers. So there you go, you're speaking it into existence. I'm, I know, I'm
0: flattered. Um, you mentioned obviously plugs. Um, where can people follow you or find out uh, what you're up to?
1: Uh, well, I'm on Twitter at Tree Hugger Tony. I know it's a very um, I, I it. it's... cheesy name, but <laughs> it's what came to mind at the start, so we're sticking with it. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, I feel that yeah, no tree hugger Tony uh, on Twitter, and um, yeah, um, it's it's been great having you. Uh, I, you can tell everyone can tell now that the gin's kicking in. Um, <laughs> as Tony knows, I'm quite the the lightweight. I, I mean, we didn't even mention what gins were drinking. what what, what are you on this evening? Uh-
1: well, I've now found my new. I'm a gin enthusiast, so I've got quite a collection. But my favourite so far is Slingsby Gin, which is Gooseberry Gin, and it's really nice.
0: Was was that the Harrogate one we were talking about the other night?
1: Yeah, so what are you I'm, drinking?
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna certainly try it. Uh, no, I'm drinking uh, a gin that I and a distillery that I discovered when I was working with Historic Environment so- um, out of hollywood park and the distillery is called hollywood distillery um it's a oh. fairly new distillery and uh, they, they opened up last year um, and they're distilling whiskey which i'm looking my second drink fashion looking very much mm-hmm. forward to in three years time but uh, they have a range of gins and um yeah by no means is this also a sponsor uh, in case you're listening <laughs> although I'd, I'd be more than welcome to drink a gin every podcast if that was the case uh, but no i'm <laughs> drinking a very nice raspberry and lemon uh, oh, gin yeah, generally. Cool. But anyway, well, thank I will. Um, yeah, no, thank you, and it's it's been great talking to you, Tony.
1: Yeah, you too.